Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program. The no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Jake Jordan with Impact Over Attention. Welcome, Jake. Hey, Lee. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I'm so excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Impact Over Attention, uh, who you're serving and how you do it. Yeah, so I came off a career of uh, working in ad agency, and we were constantly vying for people's attention, trying to get leads and sales and, you know, kind of falling into the social media and um, influencer culture. And I just got tired of it and was like, man, I would really just prefer to work on making bigger impacts and that would get me the right type of attention anyway. So kind of worked myself into a position where, um, you know, I'm doing business coaching uh, with uh, organizations and, and helping them get the right type of attention. Now, are, are you working with the entire organization or are you working primarily with the leaders of the organization? Yeah, specifically the leaders. And I, and I love to work with faith-driven men uh, in particular. But uh, yeah, working with the, the leaders up in the C-suite and um, you know, moving the pieces around on the board, if you will. Now, was that a difficult transition to go uh, from the uh, advertising slash marketing kind of industry to this more personal one-on-one coaching with leaders? Yes and no. Um, it, it is a transition, and any time that you kind of change uh, the way people find you, it, it, it can be a challenge. But also no, because the type of things that I really shined in when I was in that agency were more kind of the in the boardroom with the corporate people when they were trying to figure out some issues, and that's just tended to be where I, sh- I shone anyway. And so it's it's really the stuff I enjoyed to begin with. Now, when you're working with a leader, um, how does that engagement typically occur? Are they, how do they know to call you? How do you kind of get the word out uh, to get on their radar? Yeah, so two things. I mean, first off, business coaching is largely a referral-based business, and it, particularly when you're charging what you're worth. <laughs> you know, it's when you're charging 50 bucks, you can pretty much find anybody who'll take you up on it. But um, otherwise, you got to build relationships. So it's largely referral. But then the second way uh, that I, I find myself running into those situations is I do a lot of speaking um, and just uh, networking in groups where the type of people I want to hang out with are and uh, just start conversations from there. And when you're working with those folks, are there kind of some symptoms or some underlying um, things that are going on in their business or in their personal life that has them at least have the self-awareness to go, Hey, you know, maybe I need some help in this area. Maybe this is a blind spot for me. Maybe I should call Jake or somebody on his team. Yeah. So that's, that's, you use the word self-awareness. Uh, a lot of people uh, need to become self-aware. And so there's some sort of trigger that, that they've run into. And so I hate to say that I work with people that uh, are in crisis, but a lot of times the people that finally decide that they need some sort of business coach have some sort of issue that's, that's caused them a, a fair amount of headaches. And uh, one way people talk about it is like, I, I hate my job. I still love my business, my organization, but this is just not what I signed up for. You know, it's, it's such a headache. I've got, you know, my team's not hitting 
their goals and I don't know how to motivate them. And like, I know they, they like their job, they do, but we're just not doing you know, the, the work. Um, uh, there's a lot, man. There's a lot of different things uh, that, that a business coach comes in for, a pure business coach, because there's a lot of people out there that do a lot of different types of coaching. Um, but the pure business coach really just comes in and goes, look, there's, let's find the gaps and why the, the issues are happening. So uh, to me, the short answer is, is crisis or, or transition a lot of times uh, are, are when that happens. And uh, that self-awareness word is, I, I feel like a lot of business, we talk about self-awareness a lot, right? It's, it's, it's a subject that's brought up quite a bit. But still, up, up until Simon Sinek and Brene Brown and some of those people really brought it to light as something that, that is really valuable in business, um, we kind of thought of it as psychology or um, things that we might do at home to, to solve personal issues. But when you have a leader that is self-aware, um, they'll go, gosh, this is, this is kind of spinning out of my own control. We're going to need some other hands on this. Um, so it's the people that, that hit that crisis point or... The, the people that are already doing a good job of being self-aware and just decide it's time to bring in somebody else who, who has different eyes than I do. Do you find an underlining uh, maybe a similar challenge that a lot of folks have? Like I would imagine uh, at least the folks that I've talked to uh, when people are unclear about their true North or their, you mentioned Simon Sinek, their why or their, you know, the kind of the reason we're waking up every day, if that isn't crystal clear and you're not able to communicate that with your team or your clients or your prospects, then, you know, life is harder, I think. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. What I found is that that's the root of, of a lot of problems. Uh, like they, they can't communicate with their teams well. And so people don't really know why they're at their work or at their job. They don't really know what their, the mission is of the company. That's definitely, uh, definitely something that happens. And then if you turn it around towards your clients, if your clients don't know what you're passionate about solving or the thing that you really get psyched about helping people out about, it's harder to attract those people. <clears throat> Excuse me. But those, those are typically not the symptoms that, that come up first, right? Just like when you go to a doctor, you may have an underlying, uh, like from, Example myself, uh, I had scoliosis as a kid, uh, and you know it would show up as foot issues when I was running track. And so I would go to the doctor and go, "Gosh, my arch is hurting, or you know my heel is hurting, or something like that." And it took years to figure out that it was really more about the fact that my posture and my hip position was not good, and so it was uh, affecting my right foot. So it's the same way with businesses. A lot of time, it's like, "Gosh, for some reason, we've just hit a plateau. Like we've been stagnant for 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 months. Nothing's growing." You know, we're, we're, we're actually hurting, like we're, we're barely breaking even, you know, things like that are, are the symptoms that show up. And then you go, okay, well, not everyone's on the same page here. Like, here, let me show you a few things that, that might be causing the problem. Now, when you're working with a new client, especially, can you share a little bit about what it's like, uh, those early conversations, maybe the onboarding conversations, what are you kind of asking them to, so you can really kind of go layers deep and not just deal with what seems to be the obvious problem. It might be a deeper problem than what's like on the surface, like you mentioned. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like, um, it's one of those things where you have to feed someone before you actually like, you know, teach them and, and learn, help them learn things. So you, you got to solve whatever the major first thing is. And a lot of times it's, it's around, uh, cash flow or, uh, new leads or something like that. Uh, it's very rare that, that I, I come in and go, 
we need you to overhaul our processes or systems, right? <laughs> That's not what people are typically looking for. It's, it's one of those positions where we go in and go, okay, great. What hurts? Yeah. Okay. I see that you, your sales have uh, nosed it not in the last six months. Let's take a look at that. Let's start there. And as you start digging into why sales are, are falling off, you uncover the things that are really the issue. Well, the sales team and the marketing team aren't talking anymore. Well, why is that? Well, we got a new head of sales. Okay, great. Well, did you have a process that they stepped into or did they overhaul things? Well, they overhaul things because they're, you know, they're the new salesperson. Great. Okay. Well, that could be a problem. Marketing sales aren't talking, so the leads aren't matching up and sales can't close. Well, then we need to talk you know, a little deeper about you know, X, Y, and Z. So it's, it really is a reflective process where you ask the question, where does it hurt? And people show you and tell you, and then you're able to go, well, at the end of the day, we're not communicating then, you know, or, or whatever the situation might be. So you, uh, the first thing is uh, kind of triage whatever the yep. thing that they're asking about. And then as you're doing that, in the course of doing that, you're able to have them maybe self-discover a bigger issue that could be underlying. Absolutely. Because I find that most leaders, once you just kind of pull back the layers a little bit, they're smart. They, they get it. You know, it's, there's a reason they're in the position they're in. So you really don't have to do a lot other than just help them pull the layers back. Now, when you're working with uh, leaders, uh, how much of your work is kind of being that sounding board and accountability partner? It does depend on the client. There are, are certain clients where, you know, I've got years and years of, of marketing strategy and, and, and things like that. Well, they'll, they'll want to lean pretty heavily on the consulting side to say, hey, help us figure out why this marketing isn't working or something along those lines. But then there's other ones where, you know, they've got a great handle on their message. They, they know who they're after. And it, and it does become more of a, I just need someone who understands business to come in and be a sounding board. So I, I would say at this point right now with my current client base, it's probably 70, 30 more towards the consult side. Uh, but, you know, it just depends on the size of the organization and, you know, everyone's different. Now, has that been a challenge for you in your coaching uh, coming from such a strong marketing background and having so much um, kind of experience and knowledge and depth in that arena that it's easier to maybe fall into, okay, I can let me deal with this because I've been doing this forever. And then, you know, the coaching part becomes kind of a bolt on rather than having it be mostly coaching and then the consulting kind of be the bolt on. Yeah, that's, that's a great observation. It, it, it is, it is something that, that becomes a challenge and we actually split out our organizations to be two different companies one is, is the marketing agency side and the other is the business coaching side. So that in the triage por- portion of it, it makes it easier to go great. We, we have a team to help you with that. Come over here to Quirk and, and we can help you figure this out. But I'm here for, you know, the business coaching side. So that's, that's how I've, um, and, and, you know, my team has worked together to make that uh, more clear and who they're going to. And it's also the way that um, even like out on my social media over the past couple of weeks, I've really started to transition into really talking more about the business coaching side than, than the marketing side. Because that's a, that's a recent thing in the last few months for me to make that self, uh, you know, kind of pivot uh, about how I talk about what I do. Now, maybe share some advice for other folks that maybe before they got into coaching, they are starting in another area of expertise and then they've evolved into coaching 
is there some kind of do's and don'ts that you would recommend them being mindful of? Like you're having to kind of almost separate two separate divisions, one that's more coaching, one that's more tactical. Um, can you talk about maybe, uh, you know, make easing the learning curve for other folks that are, might be thinking about or going through the same thing as a new coach? Yeah, sure. The, uh, and you mentioned Simon Sinek earlier. I'm a big fan of his work and, and, uh, Donald Miller is another one uh, that has some work like that. And Michael Hyatt, there's a bunch of guys out there that do a good job of, of helping you kind of sort that stuff. And so my advice would be to make sure that you understand what your actual, uh, personal strengths are not just what your skill sets and experiences are as a, cause you know, I have a lot of experience as a marketing strategist and tactician. Uh, but you know, that's not my actual strengths, right? Strategy is my strength. Communication in general is my strength. Uh, activator on strengths finders. I, I take action quickly. So knowing those things about myself, it helps me do a better job, describe the type of things that I, I can solve and also helps me put a filter on myself to go, these are my truly my areas of genius, if you will. And I'm going to be happier if I stick to them, but you have to know them first. Uh, and once you know them, applying that to the way that you, uh, you know, delineate and, and dish out work, you know, uh, to yourself and to your team and things like that. Um, cause otherwise it, it's, it's more a level of just staying in your comfort zone, if you will. And, and that's fine if your comfort zone is also what you really love doing. But for a lot of us, uh, especially in the entrepreneurial space or when you have businesses is you tend to do the work that makes you money and not the stuff that you absolutely love, uh, because it's more comfortable and it's, it's, it's easier for you. Uh, can you share a story of, uh, don't name names, but maybe a, a success story in terms of helping a client that maybe was struggling, tell the backstory a little bit and how you were able to kind of intervene and help them get to a new level? Sure. Yeah. There's uh, one of my favorites is there was a retail company that sold a particular item. It's very, very niche. It's it's very specific to a certain age group and, and um, type of person and a certain you know, salary range. Like it was a very specific type of, 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 uh, of thing. And they spent a lot of time massaging and, and trying to figure out what their message, which was good. You, you do want to say the right thing, but what they weren't doing is spending the right time looking at how and where people bought their products. And so that was one of those, those places where we spent a, a fair amount of time uh, adjusting their, the, the headline on their website and the type of emails that went out when people engaged and things like that. Uh, which I, I do think you want to do. But when, when we finally got to the, to the place where they were willing to talk to us more uh, about other things than just the marketing message, that's where everything freed up. Uh, it, it was literally within 60 days that we found two particular spots that they, they sold um, about 50% of their product to these two spots. And so we just found ways to do more of that. And it, it gosh, it was something like a five or 600% increase in, in sales over the next 60 days. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where I, I like to say that we live in, in a glass jar, we're on the inside, but all the information, the label, uh, all the different things are on the outside. And so for, it's hard for us to see our own strengths and weaknesses from inside the jar. A lot of times you need to be someone on the outside of the jar going, Hey, have you seen this? Have you seen this? So that's, that is, that's a very common way things show up for, for me is why, why aren't our leads coming in? And then we back into, well, it may not just be your marketing. It may be your position. It may be your, you know, how your group is out outreaching. It may be who you have in charge of the division. You know, there's so many variables in business uh, that you just don't think about, right? Because you want to, I think as, 
as business people, especially, we want to think A plus B equals C, but it's hardly ever A plus B equals C. Right. Yeah, I agree 100%. And it's easy to think you know the order of things, and it may be A and B are the components, but it might be A divided by B or, you know, B squared. Like, you don't know how it's all fitting together. It's more complex. And everybody's looking for that flywheel that just, you know, set it and forget it. And, you know, it's a moving target. All the time. (laughs) Now, if there is a a, uh, kind of a cause-driven or a purpose-driven organization out there that wants to go to uh, the next level or a higher level, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Do you have a website? Yeah, yeah it's, it's impactoveratention.com. And on that website, they can find some thought leadership, uh, maybe get access to your uh, some materials. Yep, yep. So I have a Monday and Friday uh, show on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, so I do a LinkedIn Live every uh, Friday and uh, Monday at noon central. So that's some stuff that they can hear more about. Uh, stories really of other uh, business owners uh, working through the different types of things that we work through. So we're really just trying to share other businesses on your stories. Uh, and then of course we've got some stuff you can download if, if you just want to, you know, learn something today. And, uh, and then of course you can hire me there too. Good stuff. Well, Jake, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Uh, you're doing important work and we appreciate you. Yep. Thanks. Lee. appreciate you having me on. All right. Once again, that website is impactoverattention.com. Jake Jordan, Thank you for being a guest today. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. 